Kia ora and good day, everyone. This is uh, Phil from the Haps uh, trying this new format out. Let's see how it goes. And I'd like your feedback as to whether you find audio content uh, accessible and entertaining or not. Um, first things first, let me apologise for not being especially prolific over the last 10 days or so. Um, the truth is there are two reasons for that. And if you'll indulge me, I'll, I'll just go through them. Firstly, I spent quite a few days, quite a number of days, uh, researching, reading and, and writing, um, around the subject of cancel culture, which, um, seems to be emerging as the central, uh, argument, uh, on the political right in America, both in the uh, media sphere, Fox News, Newsmax, uh, the Wall Street Journal editorial page, uh, but also the Republican Party itself. Um, why is cancel culture a threat to Democrats? Or why is the argument around cancel culture a threat to Democrats? Is it as potent as Republicans hope it is? Uh, and what can Democrats do to counter it? Um, given that, um, the economic picture is likely to be somewhat favourable uh, to Biden and the Democrats um, as we move into 2022. Is a culture war fight built around this notion of cancel culture a winning strategy for Republicans? I think it's a critical question that we need to take seriously, even as it's tempting to laugh off uh, their Dr. Seuss recitations and so on as, um, uh, you know, circus acts. I think it's worth taking seriously, and I wanted to take it seriously in this piece, uh, but ultimately couldn't um, settle on an argument that I was comfortable with. feel I need a bit more time to read and, and think on the subject so that I can contribute something useful to the discussion. Uh, secondly, the second reason why I've been a bit slow, um, producing output for the HAPS is that I, that I've been suffering a little bit from, uh, depression, which is, um, unfortunately a perennial problem for me. Um, it comes and goes with the tides unpredictably. Uh, and when it comes, it obviously affects my ability to, uh, produce work and that, and that, will have impacts on, on, on the haps in terms of the regularity of posts while I'm in these depressions. Um, look, I'm hopeful I can uh, bounce out of the current one uh, as quickly as possible. And when I do, you'll find um, your inbox becoming inundated with newsletter, newsletters from the haps. Um, so I'm afraid, given my fluctuating mood, um, there will be a little bit of a feast and famine pattern, except I can say with absolute certainty uh, with respect to elections. Once we get close to elections, um, my obsessive fascination with American politics and elections really comes to the fore around those times and not even my mood disorder can really um, disrupt uh, my fascination with th that subject. So, uh, you know, while it will have an effect from time to time, hopefully it won't in the long term undermine the value 
on offer here at the Haps. But I do apologise. Uh, there's a lot to talk about too when I start writing again. Um, uh, the southern border um, emerging crisis with a huge number of uh, migrants and asylum seekers making their way to the US-Mexican border presents a real challenge for Biden, as it has the previous three administrations. Uh, he needs to ensure that he averts any repetition of the sort of humanitarian crises that occurred certainly under Trump and to a lesser extent under Obama. But he also needs to um, address concerns around uh, border security as well. Uh, there's also a lot going on in Congress. Um, the uh, HR1, the, the, the comprehensive sort of For the People Act, uh, emerged, that's already emerged from the House, making its way to the Senate, um, contains some great stuff around, uh, voting rights and, uh, reducing the role of money in politics and so on. Very ambitious, got a lot of moving parts, and frankly, unlikely to survive the filibuster as I've discussed in, uh, in previous posts. Uh, there's the narrower, but in many ways smarter, uh, John Wright's, uh, Voting Rights Act, which, uh, effectively tries to, uh, reinstate the, those aspects of the voting laws that were struck down by the Supreme Court some years ago, there, which would thereby give the Justice Department once again the ability to curtail voter suppression efforts in parts of the country, that states and counties that have a record of trying to suppress the minority vote. Uh, if they were allowed, if they were able to pass that through the Senate, um, many of these 250 odd, uh, anti-voting measures that are being debated and voted on in state legislatures, in places like Arizona and Georgia, a lot of them, you know, would be struck down by the Justice Department. It would solve a lot of problems. It's a smaller bill. In many ways, it's a harder bill to object to. And it might be the one where if there's any flexibility on the part of moderate Democrats on the filibuster, it might be to carve out an exemption to allow for the filibuster to be if not shut down, um, at least reformed to the extent that it enables the passage of the John Rights, uh, John Lewis Voting Rights Act. That's my hope, at least, because um, without some of these voter protections put in place, uh, these widespread uh, anti-voting efforts by Republicans all around the country are going to make it increasingly hard, if not impossible, uh, for Democrats to win um, with gerrymandered districts uh, and suppressed turnout among Democratic-based voters. So I'm keeping an eye on all of that. There's also a lot of movement at the state level in terms of candidates jostling for position for the various open and competitive Senate races, which I'll keep you informed about. Um, 
there's just lots going on on infrastructure as well. There's a big immigration bill on the horizon. Um, there's a lot to talk about. And I'll certainly be getting back into that, uh, hopefully over the next few days. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to leave you with um, Sefio, uh, Senator Raphael Warnock's maiden speech in the Senate, which he gave uh, yesterday, uh, which is really just a superb speech. But it also lays out um, the voting rights issues in, in, in clear and compelling uh, detail. So I hope you enjoy that video. It's a bit longer than the videos that I'd normally post. Uh, but I think it's worth sitting through because it really is a wonderful piece of oratory. And, and I do feel that we, uh, really missed the opportunity to celebrate Warnock's election on January the 5th because of what happened the following day. That is January the 6th. And of course, there's a lot still to come out about that that we can talk about. Oh, and finally, not to mention the declassified reports on election meddling, which came out yesterday. Uh, clearly pointing the finger at Putin for trying his luck again in 2020 and ruling out um, the contention or the claim repeated over and over again by Trump and his allies that China and or Venezuela were involved in attempts to interfere on behalf of Biden. Um, the Both the Justice Department and Homeland Security and Intelligence have all uh, joined forces to say, nope, that didn't happen. Uh, Russia, on the other hand, continued to behave as a bad actor. Uh, any event, that's probably enough for you to listen to today. Once again, apologies for being quiet. Um, ne- never fear, I will be back with a vengeance sooner, I would hope, rather than later. Bye for now.